2: Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com, or you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. And just so you know, if y'all were listening last week, you do know that the your was wrong last week, and it's now right again because the Wyatt <laughs> back is in on the house. Stage. He's back in the house. Back in the house. Sorry, I didn't. summer vacays and oh, stuff. oh
3: my goodness, yeah. Well, you know, hey, we all, we all deserve a little time off. Yes, we do. Yeah, it was uh, it was for a friend. He got engaged. <gasps> yeah, so poor guy. I know. Well, it's more like a funeral, right?
2: No, yeah, <laughs> it's a pre-funeral.
3: It's like the wake before the funeral. <laughs> well, you're there in the beginning; you got to be there at the end, right? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it was a good time, but uh, you know, I missed y'all. So we're back, um, yeah. and I will just tell you that we had an awesome guest last oh, week, Mr. Dave Snowberger. Snowberger's awesome.
2: Um, that's nine two zero Dave. If you wanted to reach out to him, dude, he's he's
3: awesome. And and you know what? He's not even really a guest anymore, man. He's 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 kind of a regular. So yeah. it's, it's nice to have him back on. That's
2: absolutely, and yeah. so. You know, speaking of you know a regular, there's a
3: regular thing that happens in the NBA that well, drives me nuts. Well, it happens in soccer too, right? You know, and that's the big thing is it's <laughs> it's been it's been growing, right? We're we're the disdain for it is just so annoying, and it, it was more accepted there, but when start well, leading it, its way into yeah. basketball, yeah. we were like, oh boy. Well, what happened was is you got to think that's the that's
2: the European influence in the NBA. NBA has you know. Is now a truly a worldwide league, and
3: there's so a lot of Europe. Are you playing the Europeans on this on yeah, the plopping? Yeah, are? of
2: course. Well, they brought
3: because they grew up watching soccer. I think it's the evolution. I think it's the evolution they, of. They, of they grew
2: up watching soccer, true, right? and soccer is. I mean, yeah. the guy right, gets carted off the field on a <laughs> stretcher, right?
3: <laughs> I don't know if it's ever that fi- bad. It is. I have start, seen it. It's not that it is. bad, is it?
2: Five minutes later, he's back on the field playing. Amazingly, <laughs> amazingly.
3: <laughs> if
2: that's not a flop, <laughs> yeah,
3: fair I don't
2: know what is. Well, that's
3: a pretty rough and, game.
2: But they, but they
3: grow. So, so soccer, yeah, there's more in, bad injuries in soccer. That's what they say. That's what they say. They're not wearing pads, man. It's the
2: floppers that say no. it. They have, I have watched okay. when they do the replay and the guy flops yeah. and he's flailing on the yeah. ground holding his shin like it yeah. just shattered in sure. 47 places, and they reshow the replay he didn't actually even touch
3: now, his leg. Now, yeah. they didn't teach us the flop back when I played basketball no, well they, back that's in middle what I'm school. Saying. But they, they taught us some form of it, right? Well, they, 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 you know, you, well, you, they you, taught you s- how to absorb the charge, right. which was completely different than flopping. Stand prepared. But go ahead and take it so you can get the call, right? Right, right. So, so... I think in, in progression, one person they saw, you know, this one team was getting lots of of, of of penalty calls, right? Like, well, that dude just was was throwing it, you know, like he's 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 a good actor. So they they're like, well, we got to start doing that. And it got worse and worse, right? It's gotten worse. Now where, where they just blow on them, they fall over, and they can't they can't get back into the game. So my, that's that's where NFL are not NFL, but NBA. My was.
2: greatest one. This is why uh-huh. no matter what anyone ever says to me, yeah. LeBron James will never be considered one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I hate Kobe Bryant, and I put him above LeBron James. You Hate—that's a strong word. No, I, he. No, I'm a Spurs fan, and he—he he really okay. destroyed my but, '90s. You know. Okay. So yes, yeah, so I have a strong detest for Kobe Bryant because okay. I'm a Spurs fan. Not, but he is 100 better, higher on the echelon of NBA status than LeBron James, and the simple reason is because yeah, in the NBA Finals. LeBron James flopped when Derek Fisher came around the corner to drive. LeBron James, 6'9, 290. Derek Fisher, 6'1, 190. Yeah. Plowed LeBron James to the ground. on a flop. Oh, on a flop. It was a flop. flop. And so, so from then on, I'm like, I can never be for a flopper. Now, with that being said, I think full disclosure being a Spurs fan. Yeah. I was a Manu Ginobili fan, and he he, a, well, he was one of the beginners of think, the floppers. I think I
3: think they they started training on it because other people it was successful for other soccer. teams. So if soccer. you were gonna if you're gonna play in in the league, mm-hmm. you had to have you know, some good acting skills. I mean, that was just part of it. And was I think the fans have spoken finally. Finally, we we didn't like it, and NBA uh, um, they have not. Nobody's been following it, and 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 watching's down, and what have you. They're starting to have to change some stuff, and this is a good one. Mm-hmm. They're starting to put technical fouls on flopping. floppers, floppers, and so they got one. Um, I think Shackelford for uh, uh, who does he play for? Uh, Memphis. Um, he actually got a, like a a, a a slight little touch to the jaw by an elbow, but he but he acted on top of it. They gave him a technical foul. I love it. I love it. Finally, yep. and so we're, we're gonna have some some real players, right? Absolutely, some, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Take the flop out. Let them hit them. Yeah. Let them hit them. Yeah, and we then need to, charge, we, we and need then to see ex- blood if there's a foul. Accept <laughs> the charge. Yeah. Don't flop. Don't flop.
2: You know, and with that too, with something else is is in the beginning you didn't know what was going to happen, but these new rules in major yeah. league baseball, games are now two hours and fifteen to two hours and thirty minutes. They're they're two hours. Two hour game baseball yeah. games now. Nine right. innings, baseball. Um, and they're getting a lot of viewers. I mean, right. people are starting now. There people are starting to watch that. Baseball Whoa. has become more of a television-absorbed sport.
3: And so I, I was reading also that they made the bases uh, <gasps> bigger. Bigger. But but you, you think it's not that much. It's like one inch by one inch by one inch around. So I gave you like three. I don't even wait. Anyway, it's three inches closer. Yeah. And that three inches yeah. actually made the difference of people getting to base. Yeah. I mean the runs are runs are up, but they're challenging. The, you know, the stolen bases are up. Stolen bases are up. Bases which is exciting. Up. Yeah. I mean, you
2: start three I mean, because how many times have you seen that swap where that guy's just almost there, but he gets tagged?
3: Yeah. And so um, they, they they obviously did statistics, watch film, and yeah. said, All we need is three inches. Yeah, all we need to do is Not too any, much, not, not too much.
2: An inch and a half on each side of the base. Yeah, good so to these, go.
3: these little changes do help. Yeah. Now, some changes in the days are horrible, right? But these are some good changes. Yes. Are, no, and like
2: changes. I said, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Because I remember at one point college football, they added yeah. the running clock on the kickoff. Sure. And uh it was silly and they boom, that rule was changed first year. No. You know, so you never know. But this baseball seems to have gotten it right when it comes to the changes. Viewership's I think so. up, the games are more exciting. Um there's just a lot more involved. So okay. it's pretty exciting. But <laughs> Well we have another thing but what is not right okay, tell me is that Mark
3: Zuckerberg yeah. se-
2: seems to think that he can take our Austinite Elon Musk on Well Elon in a,
3: Elon in a kind of fight. Elon kind of started right so there's this tweet they go and some guy <laughs> was texting him going hey well uh, you know Mark is actually a trained MMA fighter which he's really not. I think he's like a white belt and he's been he's been training with you know mixed martial arts
2: laying on the ground it's, and having somebody flip you around is yes, not big being difference. trained
3: now so so Elon I guess tongue in cheek said well you know, bring it on. You know, and Mark replied, "Said anytime. You yeah. name the place. Apparently, it's the Coliseum in Rome. So it's been picking up. This craziness is picking up. <laughs> now, you know, secretly that would probably be the most watched.
2: Oh, I'm in. I'm. I have pay per view. Ne- I have never okay. spent a dime on pay per view. I'm all over $150 that one hundred fifty dollars for pay per
3: view. You pay for it. It doesn't matter. Two hundred dollars yeah. for pay per view. You watching it? I'll get more people at my house. We'll split the so cost. So that's what I'm saying. So so, <laughs> so 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 if it's at the Coliseum and they're two, those two are going at it. I am I'm gonna I'm gonna chip in you, you put it together I'll chip in I'll, I'll put 25 30 bucks on it why not I'm telling you I am all in so so in Elon, um apparently is uh, you know a self-proclaimed uh street fighter right <laughs> <laughs> I'm just snorting, is making me laugh um has 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 um, so oh, George St Pierre you know um, mm-hmm. GSB, had volunteered, called on said, hey, I'll train you. So he started training with uh, George St. Pierre. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your likes of UFC is trying to challenge it as well. So, hey – yeah. hopefully this happens I don't know I'm just telling you I might even actually try to get tickets to the Coliseum I'll, I'm if there if this happens I'm I'm I there. mean I'm this
2: is this is a must see event <laughs> it's over in two seconds or three minutes it. <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> it's a must see event hey everyone you've been listening to the home team with Troy and Wyatt we hope you've enjoyed what you've heard today if you have any questions about anything we've said please reach out to me at loans from troy.com or give us a call at 855-299-HOME and as always this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. See you in just
0: a minute.
2: Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to the Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything we say today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855 299 Home. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing
3: your. American dream that's right well you know hey so this American dream has been uh, it's still there no matter what right I think I think the the big question out there is, is this a good time to buy or a good time to sell and the answer that it's it, I guess it's it's always a good time to buy or sell right um or buy rather you know
2: honestly I can say the only time I've been in the mortgage business to almost 20 years right long time. right like a few months from 20 years. 20 years. And that's spanning three different decades. Um, and there's been three years, right? 2009, 10, and 11, but really not 11. But 2009 mm-hmm. and 2010 okay. was the only time it wasn't good to be a seller. And 11, maybe 11, yeah.
3: Because it, it, it dropped so well.
2: Yeah, in 2008, yeah. the market crashed. Yep. Right? Um, it was... It was it was a it was a mortgage program induced crash. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't a natural evolution of the economy. It was something it was it was it was bad practices that created the crash. Right. It created a pretty painful crash. And so in two thousand nine the prices were lower than two thousand eight. Two thousand ten they were lower than two thousand eight. In the first part of two thousand eleven, they were lower than two thousand eight. Right? But by the end of two thousand eleven and that was in 2000 and that, that 2008 crash was the worst housing crash ever ever. I mean we had some bad ones in the in Texas in the 80s and everything else that was it was best. worse in the 80s yeah, I didn't realize yeah, that yeah and um ever and um but yet it was 30 months in and out. so uh, you know so in this century, which is you know almost quarter century old, there's been there's been two and a half years that it wasn't good to be a seller. Right. Other than that, it's always good to be a seller. Right. Um, and by, and on the other side, it's always good to be a buyer. Right. Um. You know, everybody's kind of Austin had six percent appreciation in 2022. 6, right. 5.9, Five point right. nine. Five 5.8. Two to the of us. Right. Somebody was like, "Well, six percent." Somebody, well, I said that last week, and it was told <laughs> that it's not six percent. So I wanted to say it was almost six percent. How's right. that? <clears throat> um, that's big, considering the purchase transactions were down fifty-two percent year over year. So from twenty-one to twenty-two, they sold half as many homes, <laughs> but yet had a five-point something percent appreciation wow that's a big number it's a big number (laughs) um you know this year 23 it appears to be a 20 percent reduction (coughs) in sales from 22 to 23 right Mm -hmm. so we're still going to have another 20 percent on top of a 50 percent right right so that's when you think about it, so you know, 400 or 50, it was 57. So okay. that'd be 40, and then 20% of that is another nine, it's be 36. So that's 64%. Wow. Reduction from 22, no, from 21, 2021 to 2020 to the end of
3: 23.
2: It's right. a 64% reduction in purchase. But we're going to have, we're already on track at 3.5% appreciation. They, they expect more. Right. Right. So here's the question why? If we've had a 64% reduction in sales Mm. over 30 months, or no, I'm sorry, 20 months. This is
3: nationwide, you're saying?
2: Yeah, yeah, that number, yes. Nationwide. Yes, nationwide. That number, we're at a 64%, but yet in Austin, we had a almost 6% appreciation. We're at 3.5% for sure. The numbers aren't quite out for the second quarter. I think that's going to be higher. I think it will be closer to 5% when the numbers come out from the second quarter. So how are we having appreciation when demand has dropped by sixty four percent, how is that happening? Uh, I know the answer. It's not. I'm. I'm just. But I'm just asking you.
3: Well, the, you want me to give you a hint? It's. It's all about how many houses are available.
2: Inventory.
3: Yeah. Inventory. Yeah. That's the hint. The yeah. hint is inventory. Supply and demand. Yes. Supply and demand. Right. But see, <clears throat> demand. Have more, has, we have more humans on the earth who want houses. So. Right. But demand has dropped by sixty four percent. But it still
2: is higher than supply. We have we talked about it in 2020, so, 2021. Right. And we talked about it. We stopped talking about it in 2022, um, but the and, but the issue is still there, and it is inventory.
3: So so right now, basically the the best buyer or the buyer that that needs to jump out there is a first time home buyer. Yes, because you know that's why there's a pause. There's people who are already in their house, right? Mm-hmm. And they're saying, "Hey, I'm holding off. Yeah, I got my two percent. I'm gonna I'm gonna remodel. I'm gonna add a pool." Gonna Mm -hmm. add an addition. Mm -hmm. We had a kid instead of moving. We're gonna add another room, Mm -hmm. but there's you know they still want a bigger house. They still Mm want to be in a different area, but uh, they're gonna hold off. So there's houses available, Mm -hmm. and then like we've talked before, if the interest rate or when the interest rate goes down, Mm -hmm. not if, uh, then we're gonna have another boom. So if you are a first time home buyer, you should be out there in the market right now.
2: You get it now. Um, You know. <laughs> I've talked many, many, many times about Dave Ramsey and how I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not a disciple, but I definitely follow and listen. I listen to him. I follow his teachings, read his books, everything else. I believe in his concept. Right. And he has been preaching over the last 30, 45 days that you need to be buying a house. That's why you named your kid Dave Ramsey. Uh, dave. Just Dave. Oh, Dave. Yeah, Dave R. Dave R. Yeah, Daver. Dave-R? Yeah, Dave-R. Dave-R? 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 <laughs> Dave-R? I was gonna name him Danver, but Danver, I named him dave yeah, You I'm... know. You know. But uh, you know he. He's even saying the same thing. And the reason why he says that, you know, you're, it's not, he says the same thing. And I, I didn't, you know, he says that it's not timing, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, when's the best time? The best time is right at this moment. It's not timing, it's about how long you've been in the market. So you, he talks about you have to start your appreciation clock sooner, right? The sooner you start it, the sooner you can cash in on it, right? And then he also talks about the rate. And he says, well, the rate should not matter because right. if the rates are high now, and you're, you're, they're always in the, there's only two things that can happen, right? They can eat. Well, they can either stay, you right. know, or continue going up, but that's, that's the, but that becomes the rate. And at right. some point you have to get out of an apartment, out of your parents' house, out of your college dorm, you have to get out of that and you have to buy a home, right? It's, yeah. So it doesn't matter what the rate is if, because if that's the new rate, that's what you're got to. You going to buy it now. You're mm-hmm. going to pay that rate today or next year. But if you pay it next year, you're 6% more in cost of home.
3: Sure. Now, now right? people out there listening are going, there is a better time to buy, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not the point you're trying to make, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah. and, and if you can look back in the years, you can say, oh, yes, May of 2000, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. whatever, was the best month that year to buy. <clears throat> but oh, to try to match oh, yeah. that and try to make that and, and, and with all these variables that are happening right now, <laughs> um, you're going to still enjoy that variable. Do you
2: know that, Looking back, October yeah. of 2010 was the best time to buy yeah. according to uh, value, right. right? I didn't buy all my properties until 2013. Why? Right. Because I wanted to make sure we were fully out and moving in the right
3: direction. Sure. I did great <laughs> on my properties, yeah.
2: and I was three years later than the best time.
3: But the negative chances of things happening are far outweigh way- waiting for that one moment yeah. that you can grab in. Like There's so many other... Bad things that can happen if you don't jump in now, right? Um, Is is that what you're trying to say?
2: Well, you got to think, I've talked to people for the last two years that were waiting for the housing prices to come down to buy a home. They're only more expensive. Sure, If they'd have bought a house two years ago, they would have paid a better interest rate at a lower sales price. Right. I mean, that's
3: always the answer. Right. Um, Could you do it if you if you had a magic ball? Yes. But no one does. But but it's just like the stock market. Right. You have like a maybe a five percent chance of of making that little mark. Yeah. It's time. in the market, and about a hundred percent chance of the the price going up.
2: Right, timing yeah. in the market is yeah. is, is silly. And yeah. and again, if you have anyone you trust financially, that right. is what I call a money guy. It could be a money gal. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying. But a money person. Yeah. But if you have someone that you talk to them about it, and you talk to them about timing the market, and they're just like that's you can't be do it. You can't do it. Money peeps.
3: Super, Your money peeps.
2: Yeah, you can't do that. You can't time the market. He says, you get good, solid things and get in them and just stay in them. It's timing. It's yeah. time in the market, not right. timing of the market.
3: And it makes sense because everyone always says, and you mm-hmm. get it quite a bit, I should have.
2: Yeah. I should have. And then Dave Ramsey says, but like I said, he says either today is the new rate and that's what it is. So you're eventually going to pay the rate or the rate falls in a certain period of future time and you just refinance. Right. You know, most companies, I know Security National Mortgage is offering a no-cost refinance as in lender costs, not total costs. Right. Um so there are plenty of options, <laughs> but we did the numbers. Uh, you know, we did the numbers. If you wait, you buy a house now it's 450, right? At 7%, Payment's is 2500. You wait 2 years from now, interest rates are at 5, but the house is at 490. Your payments are 23 and some change, right? So you mm-hmm. save 200 bucks, okay? But you spent $40,000 in sales price and it costs you, you know, 3 grand to refi so you spent an extra
3: $37,000 to save Is that a lot of money? Less than 200 bucks. A lot to me. I'm just playing. It's a lot to me. So oh, oh, $30,000 is a lot to everyone in the world. Yeah. yeah.
2: So in the the issue is, is is inventory. It's not anything else. It's not anything else. Is inventory. There's not enough homes on the market. We have a total available homes for sale of 5000 homes in the Austin area right and you total, have to,
3: yeah. there
2: are 3 million people and supposedly 107 people moving here a day right in the area and yeah. there's 5000 homes and in just, and 50 just, days the people moving here bought up all the homes and builders aren't building right now not as much and not as much and the reason they why they a lot of inventory well the reason why they're not building as much is because cost of funds I mean right. it's costing them 10-11% on construction money yeah. and so that's a lot of money the, and so they although all, it's changed they have to pass that money along mm-hmm. to the borrower so the ha- house becomes more expensive so right. they're only building homes that are pre-sold right now right. or in general in yeah. general
3: yeah they had a lot on the, the they had a lot on the ground, and mm-hmm. that's where the problem was. They stopped building until they sold those.
2: Yep, yeah, and, and all that's gone, and they're building some now. But they're <laughs> like I said, they're not building unless they know it's sold. Right. So again, they're the, this is the time that the builders could help the inventory, but it cost them too much money. I don't blame them. So yeah, I mean, I get it. Um, it's not there's not a there's not a solid answer yeah the answer is is that an, if you're interested you should get in the market sooner rather than later
3: well stay tuned because I have some questions about this interest rate so let's let, we'll talk about that a little bit in this next segment
2: absolutely hey you've been listening to the home team with Troy and White. we hope you've enjoyed what you've heard if you have any questions about anything we've said please reach out to me at loans from troy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME and as always this segment was brought to you by Security National Mortgage And we will see you in just a minute. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you enjoy what you heard here today. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream.
3: All right. Hey, so we, I have some questions.
2: Oh boy, and it's the time because um,
3: so we're, you know we're, we're in the title business on this side, right? Okay. So, and um, the title company you work for is Texas Security Title. Texas Security Title. I like yeah, that yeah. name. So, yeah. um, it's tough out there, right? I mean, you we, we it's tough for mm-hmm. mortgage professionals. It's tough for real estate agents because we we're talking about earlier some of the educational things, right? People don't realize that it's still a good time to get into a home. Especially for your first-time homebuyer, <clears throat> and the big thing that is, you know, that you see and, and everyone kind of stops right there, reading, like I'm done, is the interest rate. And right now, it's what in the sevens. The prime
2: interest rate is five and a quarter. Okay. However, mortgage interest rates are in the sevens. Yeah. And, and right now, unfortunately, they're pushing higher.
3: So they're going higher. They're pushing higher. They're yeah. They're and in the s- low
2: sevens. and They're pushing higher.
3: So you were mm-hmm. talking earlier before break. We have uh, some kind of indications. So, you know, We have some people up in Congress talking. Mm-hmm. W- what are they doing right now? So
2: <clears throat> Jerome Powell, he's obviously, he's the head of the fair, uh, Fed chair, chair. Okay. He has decided there's an 80, at the moment, there's an 86% probability that he will raise rates again.
3: So Jerome obviously doesn't do this by himself. He has people. Who, he has a panel. Mm-hmm. And but, <clears throat> but it's his decision at the end of the day.
2: I mean, he's the chair. I'm assuming they would. I mean, I've never been inside one of those. But um, they're all very smart people. But um, my opinion is that they are following trailing data, right? Mm -hmm. So the data they get right before they go in is all the inflationary numbers and stuff like that and the job reports and all that. And then they go in. Well, the job reports, you know, is... Is two weeks old. It's data from two weeks ago. Right. So, um, which we know in the industry is too late. Yeah. Right. Because they're, and unfortunately, they also revised in January the JOLTS, the job report. So they revised it. So they're basing it year over year off of numbers that aren't apples to apples year over year. Right.
3: right um and so and they just met wednesday again right
2: yes and they're they're going to meet at the end of july um and the pro- again the probability is to go from five and a quarter now the they don't know it's five and a half is like 80 something percent five to go to five seven five is in like the 35 percent. he could bump this another 50 basis points mm-hmm. um so this harkens me back to 1999 when mr greenspan was in office And he said, "You know, we're we're there, but I just feel we need to just go one more tick higher, right?" And so he moved it up another quarter. And when he did that, it was the proverbial straw Mm -hmm. on the economic economy's back, and it crushed the economy for and it for a good period of time. It was it was one of the you know nine month recessions, one of the longer ones. Um. And uh, I feel that's where we're at now. They went so fast that, you know, it wasn't, you know, you know anything that changes economically so fast, it has ripple effects. And the problem is that you do it so fast, the ripples are still getting out to the edge of the pond, right? If you drop 10 rocks in there, you know, all one after the other, <clears throat> by the time the 10th ripple hits or the first ripple hits the edge of the wall, this, the tenth ripple's right behind it. Right. You know, and that's kind of what he did. So it's like you know, the you know, we just you know, a couple months ago we had bank failures, we had some other banks struggling. You know, there's a lot of things going. We had some banks bought out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the mortgage industry, there are a lot of more independent mortgage bankers uh, that were holding on because the prediction was the second half of 2023 rates would start coming down. So that's now. So these people, are they've been holding on by the skin of their teeth, running negative numbers, losing money, but knowing they just had to make it till the midpoint of the year, rates would drop a little bit, refinances would pick up, it would pull them out of their slump. Well, now there's an 86% chance that ain't going to happen. And so um, it does appear that mortgage banks are about to be sold, gobbled up, or closed. It does appear that we're about to have about a, probably any the numbers i'm hearing are 10 to 30% of mortgage banks are going to of in. independent <clears throat> mortgage banks are going to go now <clears throat> the the and you're like well wouldn't we know this no because most mortgage banks are privately owned businesses right and they're not publicly traded so people don't know what's really going on behind the scenes there are some big 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 mortgage banks that have sold off entire states of their production in the last 30 days because they need the money to get them through. Right. And so I, you know, that's what I think is about to happen with the mortgage industry. Um, which unfortunately, you know, being a you know a in the ca- mortgage industry. Well, but being a capitalist in general kind of concept and, you know, free market society, this is what happens in the, you know, in an economy. The economy gets too big. You know, people people will create. In, you know, when inefficient companies can maintain business, it's not good for the economy.
3: But when you give out free money, doesn't that kind of hurt? That's what's well. That's, and and that's, it, it, it seems <laughs> like my, that might be on purpose. So well, this might be for. I'm just saying. No, it's not. I'm on not trying purpose. to get political. No, but no, it's it,
2: not on purpose. It's just that you know, as the, as the mortgage companies got so big, they just kind of grew and they didn't care. They were just hiring people and doing all this stuff, right. and they, they didn't grow efficiently in the right way. Well, then when it contracted. The, you know the strongest will survive it's just like a natural if you watch those nature shows i was watching them last night right. um, uh they were talking about you know like the the manta ray okay. right uh stingray they the 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 sting the female stingray makes the males chase her for hours and hours and i mean they have to do all this crazy stuff and she waits till there's one left she waits for the strongest so, that, that way her offspring have the best chances to move. It's the same way with the mortgage industry. Sure. Um, it's the same way with the mortgage industry, is that, you know, in times like this, the strong, only the strongest ones will make it to the next stage, which becomes a better industry in the future.
3: Sure. So, and that's just part of it. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's painful. <laughs> it's very painful. Yeah. Well, it is painful. And the thing <laughs> is, you see a lot of friends and, mm-hmm. and, and family mm-hmm. members, you know, that are into the industry that yep. you know, are, are hurting and suffering, you know, because we came from a refi boom. Yep. So some people left their jobs and got into this industry mm-hmm. because it was so fruitful, yeah. right? Yep. And so um, it's tough. It is a tough time for some people. You yeah. know? And yeah. now, now we're saying this, you know, people are like, well, y'all are just trying to sell us to get uh, loans because y'all are suffering. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. So this is a sales job to try yeah. to turn us into to customers. But that's not the
2: truth. No. I'm just telling you what's going on in the industry. It does appear yeah. that there's going to be one or two more hikes. Do I agree with them? Absolutely not. I think the work has already been done, and now we have to sit and wait for all the ripples to get to the edge of the pond. Well, that's so,
3: what I feel. So it, you know, I was sitting here reading while you were talking a little bit, and uh, it's, you know, the there's there's arguments. You know, there you know he's not just you know saying that he's going to do this. There are some arguments. The feds are arguing up there about whether to hike mm-hmm. him or not. Yeah, but it seems like he's going to win the argument. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah, he has straight up said that he feels he need, <clears throat> we need to be at five and a quarter, which we are, and we need to be there for considerable time. The problem is that the jobs numbers didn't fall like we like he thought they were. However, inflation is coming down.
3: Um, so pers- you say job numbers? You're saying unemployment? Unemployment numbers? So down. they want unemployment? They want? Oh yeah, they want. Yes, That's so, that so, means so, the so economy. Human suffering makes makes the economy better.
2: No, I'm just I'm just trying to <clears throat> human suffering stalls the economy, right? Which then stalls inflation. Okay. The only way to curb inflation is to slow the economy.
3: It's just a rough time. Yeah, I don't mean to put yeah. you know, negativity on it, but I mean th- that's what it is. Yeah. So they're wanting people to lose their jobs for it to, for the economy to change over, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the think of it like think of it like a New Year's party. You go out on Friday night New Year's and you have a good time, partaking in the the drink of the evening and all that stuff, and it's great. To a, right. three o'clock, you go to bed, then you wake up. Ooh, you don't feel so good, do you? No, this is it. kind of that part. Everybody <laughs> just woke up from 2020, 2021. And, and you know, now I don't feel so good. And that's where we're at. Right. Um, and so like I said, I think that the jobs report is is inaccurate now or not apples to apples, because if you look out there, the 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 good jobs, they're not they're a lot of people have been laid off already. A lot of companies have reduced staff, things like that. So I I don't I'm I'm just confused about the jobs report. It doesn't match what I'm seeing in real time.
3: But yet there's people still going on vacation, 4th of July, and, and it was the busiest 4th of July they've seen in a long time. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you see all these statistics. Yep. And, that, and hence, the feds, and the feds <laughs> they get to argue say, well, um, did y'all not see the reports on how many people traveled over the 4th of July?
2: Hence, <clears yep. <clears <throat> and that's why, that's why there's an 86% probability that he will raise rates again. Because...
3: If we just save our money and quit going to the gas tank, basically... Mm-hmm. Um, we would we could end it. Is but, what you're saying?
2: Yes, and the the issue is, and honestly, the issue is, is that people are living on credit right now. I mean, savings has fallen. And, well, we have they? Yeah, might, credit might debt. Have. Credit <laughs> debt has soared, right. but yet, but yet, the economy is still still
3: roaring. It makes just, it, it makes no sense. Well, to everybody's me. everybody's thinking it's going to end soon. Right. They do. Uh, obviously, they're not listening to this. It's it's the water and the wine. Not me, them. <laughs> if they will quit spinning. And, and going on vacation. But I'm going to go on vacation. Yeah. But if they will quit it, then it'll it end, right? You know, it's, 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 it's so human, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's about to really upset half our listeners. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I'm just just saying. I mean, you know, I'm just trying to put it. <laughs> no, you know, that, totally. that, that, That's the truth, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's a tough one.
2: Yeah. And, and it is what it is. And obviously, if people can't afford to do that,
3: then the feds have not done their job. Well, and that's the thing is, is if you're going on vacation, don't do it on credit. Right, right. Yeah, if you don't have the cash, don't spend it right now. Don't yes. go on credit. Yes, yeah. Be smart honestly. about your money. This is not a time, especially with interest rates going up, mm-hmm. to be borrowing money. Yeah. And you know, as, as far been, as with credit cards.
2: We've been talking about this. You live on your cash. And if you do, then right now, it doesn't hurt you. Right. You know, and you'll be in a better position when the economy comes out of it. Right. You know, because we are. They're you know, they had a two percent gross domestic product uh last quarter. They're expecting the second quarter to be around one and a half, one or one. So it does appear that Everything is happening the way we want it to happen. It's just not happening as fast as we want it to happen.
3: Boy, I wish it would.
2: Absolutely. Everyone, you've been listening to the home team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard so far. If you have any questions about anything we've said today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give us a call at 855 299 home. And as always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. And we'll see you in just a second. You're listening to the home team with troy and wyatt where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment if you have any questions about anything we say today please reach out to me at loans from troy.com or you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME and remember that phone number is not for sports that is for <laughs> mortgage stuff mortgage stuff right and this segment is brought to you by security national mortgage where we turn houses into homes by financing your american dream that's right (laughs) yeah so it's a good times good times so so let's kind of think about this we talked about the inventory i want to say crisis but we talked about the reason why um if you haven't if you if you don't understand how you can have a 64 percent reduction in sales and still have appreciation over three and a half four percent for 18 months or so um, if you don't understand that, it's it's inventory. Inventory. We, we lack of. Yeah, we went into a whole under whole explanation of that. We also went into the probability of the rate hike, where it's coming from, why it's coming, um, and you also need to understand that you know you are your own captain. Yeah, and don't waste money. Right. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so uh, with that, it's it's time to talk about the really important
3: stuff, like uh, that gets us off of this other subjects for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, did sports. The, yeah, hey. the really
2: important stuff. You know, well, do we? You know, we like to talk about. Well, you, you know, how many days there are until uh, college football? Um, it's less than sixty. It's Where? something in that area. Forty
3: nine days as of today, Saturday. Oof. forty nine days. Oof. Forty nine days, man. That's nothing. I will tell you that um, I've already selected my seats
2: for the Texas OU game. Oh, have you? Um, <clears throat> yep. <yeah. clears throat> so, so you bought
3: those ahead. Of, you can buy those ahead of time.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: If you, if you have your ranking.
2: Yes, I've been. Yes, I've been a
3: member for a long time. A long, long time. A couple decades. So as long as I've been in the mortgage business, I've been. Well, you were saying, and I and I saw that on the news that they sold out all the all uh, the seats.
2: Every. seat. So they don't not all seats but, but but season passes. Right. But not all seats are available as a season pass. They have some a portion of this of them that are for the you know, the opposing team.
3: Yep.
2: Um they also have uh game specific ones where Well at you know, the
3: very, very top left is for the opposing team uh band. Well, all of the all <laughs> it's the Big Twelve. All of the according to the Big Twelve. Right.
2: All of the students or all of the visitor section is in the upper deck. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. So it's funny. Um, I remember LSU throwing a big fan. Oh, my band. Oh, my band's in the upper deck. And then, you know, the next week I went to, we played at West Virginia or something. So I went and took pictures. I'm like, oh, look, West Virginia put our band in the upper deck. Oh, the horror. So if you don't know the rules of something, (laughs) you shouldn't complain about it. (laughs) That's all. Because uh, you sound...
3: You sound not smart. Well, fair enough. But that's but not every stadium does that.
2: No, no. The SEC rules. And so we've had the Texas has had to redesign their entire seating. Right. And some right. people I know, their season their season ticket seats have been moved. Oh yeah. And it doesn't matter where it's at. Yeah. If you've had that seat for years, it becomes part of your family. Okay. And so you basically you have taken a part of your family and moved it to another section that you don't want it to be in. I mean, I, I mean, I think that this you know like the so the the south end zone, yep um, and the south end zone on the west the east side, right that has now become the student section and it's also going to be the visitor section okay but that used to be regular fan section that's so cool. they have moved all of those fans and some of my friends are there and they were not happy. and i mean they got good seats you know i mean yeah. i they moved them to good places and they're still not happy about it because that's that's just your used to it. yeah i mean it's,
3: it's also the yeah the uh, yeah. superstition of yeah. it all i too. mean
2: i sit on the north um west side it's north uh, south end zone west side yeah. um i love it i can i can I've I I've seen their the so many games with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I've seen the games so many times I can tell where the if they made a first down, I can tell how many yards because it all makes sense. And when I go to other games and I move and sit in other seats, it doesn't it doesn't make as much sense to Your me to watching. Different. Yeah, my viewpoint's yeah. different. It's yeah. just, you know, so I get it. Um, and so we've had to redo that. But the SEC, their student section and their, not student section, their visitor section is on the first tier. So they had to move that. They okay. had to make a whole change uh, because of that's their rules. Right. And so he's like, hey, let's do it now. So we got it all figured out before we get there.
3: Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that that way yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It, yeah just, so we it,
2: don't have to listen to LSU <laughs> cry about their band being on the second level. What was <laughs> the pain?
3: Well, they they did win that game anyway. So Yeah. Cause they cheated. No, well I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know they cheated. <sighs> they had a good team. They won the they, national championship.
2: They cheated. We've all seen that.
3: <laughs> so, they
2: paid their players.
3: So okay, so Sark Sark is gonna win the, the whole the whole national championship. championship. National championship. Yeah, yeah. That's what obviously that's what everyone's thinking, buying all the tickets. Yes. They definitely need to win the Big Twelve this year though, that's for sure. They want to make a good showing next year and recruiting going to the SEC. Two thousand twenty-four recruiting's okay. I have to yeah, say well, that
2: unfortunately, you know, Sark is now a, is now an expected burden of his own success. Yeah. Now his success hasn't one hundred percent translated onto the football field. He went five and seven and eight and five, right? Right. Um but he went eight and four. Let's you know,
3: whatever but um, well, five say, and seven is a number
2: yeah you can say that. well five and seven the first year he went eight and four the second year yeah. um the bowl game you know when you're top three players and you know bailout yeah. and all this stuff right and it's right. It was a tough one um but those of those four games that he lost actually every single game he lost he could have won. Right. You know, he, he he was in a position to win those games. You know, play here, play there.
3: I honestly think the only game that he couldn't have of, won. Kind of like the Aggies last year. They, was, they lost by, by four points or less for most of their games last year. To Appalachian State. Well, that one we're not going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> except for those. <laughs> it's so funny to me be,
2: because yeah. I remember
3: when we lost. That was lost, just a total That was just, I that remember when, we, was a total when the Longhorns
2: <laughs> lost to Kansas and That's every a Aggie point. in the world was you, you lost, lost to Kansas, Kansas. Yeah, right, right. I haven't heard that from them in a year.
3: No, it was a tough one. Appalachian yeah. was a tough one. Oh, yeah, they're but, a good team. Good. But talk about recruiting, A-M's, A-M's, they sort up to number 10 in recruiting. Yeah. They got two good ones during July. They got two, a, a, a four-star and a five-star um, receiver in, in July. Mm-hmm. So, um, good on them. So they're doing something right. I mean NIL helps out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it, it, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, yes. If are they getting those without NIL? Probably not.
2: It the question is, and this is the question with every coach, yeah, is can 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 your coach, Mr. Fisher, Jimbo, can Jimbo figure out how to
3: keep these players? Well, after the first year, so he he had nothing but new players and a lot of injuries. He did, yeah. And with that, even with that, had 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 small margins of loss that that year. He had a, you know. So we're going to see the the Paterno. Uh, no,
0: no, no. no. Uh, and
2: what I'm saying is that you know Jimbo had the number one class in that's the history of classes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is, but then, is, like of those 25 kids, 18 of them were gone.
3: Well, he's got some new ones, and some of some, some yeah. of those high class ones stayed on, right? I right, mean, right? No, but not I'm, not all but of them. Went. My, so. It's like so they're saying right now just FYI even with the loss even from the two years prior to now he had the first class so you'd say say that averaging out with the people lost and, and and leaving and injury and all that he still has a, a a top 6 class you know as far as everybody leaving um as far as recruits still on the field yeah so, top six, but plus no, he just got these other ones coming in. It's not, he's, he's got, but you're, not good under,
2: you're not understanding my question. I, I, and so, I guess, like Calipari, remember him? He, he coaches. I don't think you're a, understanding can, my answer. He understands, you haven't asked the question. Okay. So, you can't understand okay. it if I don't ask it. So, okay. Calipari, right? Yeah. He's the basketball coach that worked at Memphis and now right. works at Kentucky. He works with half his team, is guys that are one and done. Right. Right. So, he knows how to sure, meld. Fair fair enough meld the mind the the egotistical mindset of a one and done basketball player right to get them to on the same page right. for many years now he's lost it the last few years but for right. many years he could turn one and duns into a team sure. for a short period of time the question is right. can jimbo turn the and i don't want this
3: is going to make her the, do years. I, I agree yes
2: well the the guys that are here stri- or wherever are strictly there for the NIL they're not they're, necessarily for strictly. No, I'm saying the guys.
3: The guys, okay. Fair the n- guys. Fair enough. Fair the
2: enough. players. I'm following. That are there strictly for the NIL. They are more egotistical and they are there to win. And if they lose, they hurt, right? right. So there's there's a difference between I, I have to win and I can't lose, right?
3: Now, now you're, you're also saying that that Texas doesn't have those guys on their team as well.
2: Well, it hasn't shown up in in it hasn't shown up on the field yet.
3: Well, as, mean, in, as in as in the kids. I'm just saying you're right. But that's
2: what I'm saying is that they haven't had mass exodus. They haven't had people fall off this stuff. They've had players here and there that don't fit, and they have washed out and moved on. So, but so,
3: but the difference between the two teams, yeah. and 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 to answer your question, yeah. is they had a tough year last year for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but but to be quite quick, because I want you know to get into some other stuff here real quick. But is they had one of the youngest teams on the field last year. Mm-hmm. Bar none. Like Texas two years ago. Yeah. like Texas two years ago and they had a bad yeah. year, five and seven.
2: Yes. Right?
3: I, right. And right? And so AM had the the, the Texas year t- two years ago. And see you're missing the difference of those
2: two five and sevens. Okay. Right? The difference is is at the end of the five and seven year. Right. With the Longhorns, right, they tightened up and became stronger. The end of the five and seven year with the Aggies, eighteen of their freshmen well, this, left.
3: This, this year is going to be the year they little. But tough. I'm just saying, eighteen of their freshmen
2: left. So well, my question let's, is, let's talk halfway through the year. Yeah, my question is, do you think that he can? Because that means Jimbo has to adjust on either how uh. he deals with the recruits or how he recruits <laughs> them.
3: No, I'm as. Interested to see how the the experiment with the new offensive coordinator goes. If it's, a, it's it's either gonna be a major success or a major failure. I have to agree oh, with okay. everyone else uh, watching. Like I got it's, my I got popcorn. It's so it's, a must, it's a must It's a must. I'm with you. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I I, yeah. I don't know how that's gonna work out. Yeah, I'm just curious. If it works out, it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, I, think, I totally I think gonna, have my biased opinion. I, I'm sure you do, <laughs> but uh, I, that I can guarantee. That's why you. I'm asking you yours because I know mine. But let's we got a minute left right mm-hmm. now. Texas is looking strong. Mm-hmm. I think yours is is looking very strong. Um, we'll see. ripped. Oh, he's ripped. ripped. He cut his hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beard hair. So I, th- I think I think that's going to do yeah. him better, right? He, you know, or does it? Is it the old you know fable where you cut your hair off? No, it, it's dedicated. It's to me. It, it, he dedicated to his craft. So I'm still yes. a Longhorn football fan, just yeah. not when they're playing the Aggies. So I'm I'm excited to see how they play this year. Yeah, I, no, I think he, they're
2: going to do good. I, I'm ex- I, I'm telling you, the pressure's on for Sark he, he he has an expectation there. He didn't last year. He has one loss. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, he'll have one loss. Yeah, one loss and 15 wins in a national championship. Yeah. Hook them horns, baby. <laughs> hey, everyone. You have been listening to The Home Team with Troy and White. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard today. If you have any questions about anything we've said, please reach out to me at loans from troy.com or you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, this segment was brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing your American dream. Hey, everyone, we will see you all next week. Welcome home.